Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. A group of California lawmakers wants to prohibit police from pulling motorists over for minor traffic infractions. The legislators say those stops too often lead to violence against people of color. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos reports. The proposal comes in the wake of the Memphis, Tennessee beating of Tyree Nichols by police there in January. Nichols was pulled over for a traffic violation and died three days after the brutal assault by officers. In California, says Bill Author and Los Angeles State Senator Stephen Bradford, a state commission found that police stopped and searched black adults at more than two times the rate of white people. For black teens, that imbalance soared to six times the rate of their white counterparts. Bradford says Senate Bill 50 would limit law enforcement's ability to use minor, non-safety-related traffic infractions, like expired tags or a broken taillight, to pull someone over. He argues it would protect innocent people from potential harm at the hands of police. For the California Report, I'm Marisa Lagos. Anti-Semitism and hate crimes are on the rise in the U.S. In California, some far-right groups are becoming even more extreme. iNewsource investigative reporter Jill Castellano tells us about one of those extremist groups and the effect it's had on San Diego. San Diego has been forced to face anti-Semitism head-on. In 2019, a man shot four people at a synagogue in Poway, a San Diego suburb, which spread fear across the Jewish community. Since then, the number of anti-Semitic incidents in the area has continued to climb. That includes acts of vandalism, harassment, and assault. A far-right extremist group connected to San Diego is fueling incidents like these. It's called the Goyam Defense League. Over the past years, the Goyam Defense League has been active in San Diego. That's Fabian Perlov, the San Diego Regional Director of the Anti-Defamation League. She says the Goyam Defense League is a small network of white supremacists with dozens of supporters and thousands of online followers. You know, they've been spreading anti-Semitic myths and and conspiracy theories. They say that Jews are responsible for 9-11 and the COVID pandemic. They also hold racist and homophobic views. The group has monthly propaganda campaigns where it distributes flyers and displays signs with hateful messages. There were more than 100 of these events across the country last year. San Diego has been home to one of the group's most prominent figures, a Canadian immigrant named Robert Wilson. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Wilson provokes members of the public with hateful language and posts footage of the incidents on social media. Last year, Wilson and another member of the Goyam Defense League paraded around San Diego in a van covered with anti-Semitic messages, using a megaphone to shout at people on the street. They did it again in Beverly Hills a few months later. 
Look at this Jewish trying to stop free speech. The Anti-Defamation League says even though the hateful activities might be protected as free speech, it's important to report them to the authorities because they can escalate. We know that words matter. And the hateful rhetoric breeds more hateful rhetoric, especially online, and, and, and it can incite real-life violence. In late 2021, Wilson allegedly attacked his next-door neighbor while yelling homophobic slurs. He was charged with a hate crime and is facing up to three years in prison. Shortly after the incident, Wilson spoke to CBS 8 reporter David Gottfredson outside the courthouse. Are you in a feud with your neighbor? Uh, no. You didn't uh, yell homophobic slurs at your neighbor? There's no such thing as homophobia. But Wilson didn't stick around to face the charges. Last summer, he fled the country to Poland, where he continues to spread hate. Wilson went to the Auschwitz Memorial and held up an anti-Semitic sign with John Minadio, the Goyam Defense League's founder who's from the Bay Area. Minadio was arrested. In November, Wilson recorded a video of himself confronting U.S. military officers in Poland and using a racial slur. Show us what a tough guy you are. You got an AR-15? The San Diego County District Attorney's Office wouldn't say if it will extradite Wilson. The Anti-Defamation League says he's not a threat to San Diegans anymore. Uh, honestly, we don't miss him in San Diego. San Diego County is home to more than 100,000 Jewish people and 400 Holocaust survivors. The county's Board of Supervisors recently declared January 24th Holocaust Remembrance Day and agreed to build a commemorative exhibit in the county. Board member Nathan Fletcher said the exhibit is deeply needed. When we see hate speech and white supremacy, nationalism and anti-Semitism, like we are seeing growing across our communities and society, when we see these things, we're reminded of the work that remains to hold true to our promise in the aftermath of the Holocaust, the promise of never again. For the California Report, I'm Jill Castellano in San Diego. And that story was produced in partnership with iNewsource, a nonprofit news organization in San Diego. It's part of an ongoing project with iNewsource and the California Newsroom Regional Collaboration to chronicle the extent of extremism in California. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me 
supporting the programs they love, while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Two Bay Area lawmakers are introducing legislation today that would enshrine same-sex marriage in the state constitution. The measure, from San Francisco State Senator Scott Weiner and Silicon Valley Assembly Member Evan Lowe, would rescind Proposition 8, which banned the state from recognizing same-sex marriages back in 2008. In 2013, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Prop 8, clearing the way for same-sex marriage in California. But the constitutional amendment is still on the books. That has many LGBTQ advocates concerned that the higher court could eventually do away with protections for same-sex couples. This is Samuel Garrett Pate, who was with Equality California, speaking with ABC 10 last year. No one should rest easy believing that LGBTQ civil rights are safe in this country or in California. We've seen already that the U.S. Supreme Court is willing to overturn decades of precedent. The measure would need to be approved in the state legislature by a two-thirds vote, and then it will be up to voters to decide via referendum. And that is the California Report for Tuesday, February 14th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area, Now's the time to donate blood and make a difference. StanfordBloodCenter.org And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at SchmidtFutures.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.